Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool boy, Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a cool boy's podcast. I'm Balor. And I'm Nightwing Steve. <laughs> uh, 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 I broke you. I broke you. So you got cool. your laugh. And I'm, I'm Ballard. <laughs> you're you're repeating <laughs> yourself now. I'm Ballard. All right, buddy. We we uh. I thought this was a good one. I, why don't we? Why are you uh? Starting off. Starting weird. off so weird with like. Okay, five. fine. Let's do it again. I'll do it again. No, because uh, let's just that keep was going. no. Let's just let's no. That was vocal workouts. Let's just. I don't want to repeat. That's exercises. I don't want to. I want to be in and out of this this job as quickly as possible. Greetings. I don't want to repeat. No, don't cool re- boy. Don't not repeat. Bat the Joker Nation. No, stop it. Stop. And it. welcome stop to another it. Joker uh, installment of Batman and Beyond, a Joker <laughs> Cool Boys podcast. I'm Joker Ballard. <laughs> I'm Nightwing Steve. Why would you even say your name again? Because <laughs> I don't know which edit you're gonna use. What what what's gonna happen? Oh, oh it's ooh, it's all gonna be. It's used. the power of the editor. You know, like I you make me look. I'm all smart, and then and then you edit me to make me sound like an idiot. That's why I tell my friends at least. I'm like, <laughs> I make you sound like an idiot. Yeah, I'm like, man, when we record, I'm like a super smart sounding. And then how like, does he do that? Then, how does he? Then Mike just edits me down so, so that like yeah. I sound like I'm a moron. I don't even know how to speak. This is usually what happens. It's me saying something super smart, and then Steve going, uh huh. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Greens. Uh-huh. Oh boy, Bat Nation. Uh-huh. And welcome, uh-huh. bra, to another uh-huh. super cool uh-huh. installment of Batman uh-huh. Beyond, a wet ass pussy podcast. Uh-huh. I'm your boy Ballard. Uh-huh. 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 How many are we doing? So cool. What's going on? This is like the third or fourth introduction. Greetings. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect. No, you're not gonna pull this your microphone I'm, out. I'm not I'm not being paid. By the way, I love that you bring your own fucking microphone now into the well, office. It's fucking disgusting. Do you clean your shit? Do you? No, clean I don't it? clean my shit. Yeah. And then you're talking about pissing and, and, and fucking mouths and shit. So like, yeah, yeah. I'm and by the done. way, someone has gone around and torn down my fucking anti-piss in the mouth sign. It's disgusting. What are you talking about? Those are fucking important fucking safety <sighs> protocols. Those are a fucking health department came in there and told me that I need to put up signs that say no pissing in mouths. So I've been putting up a bunch of like porn uh-huh. screenshots. No, no, the health department did not tell you to put up those signs. They did something like no, that. I, I called something. the health department. 
Oh, are you, okay, then why don't you take care of that from now on, and you can be, you know, responsible with them. Okay, I well, if you listen to, to what I will say we have to do in this office, first thing we have to do is not be in this office. No, nope, We can do all of this from home. Happen. Everybody can be home nope. and do all this. Nope, and you know what? Is, you know, the other floors, you know, they're having a few outbreaks here and there. Isolated I incidences. That's what they are. Yeah. Those those people fucking around on their time. It's not being spread at the office. That's being spread at their home. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to this. I want to get out of You're here. You're right. You're right. Greetings, <laughs> cool boy, bad nation. So Joker's yeah. millions. I thought you know. Welcome. It, you know, this is you know kind of really interesting. <laughs> this is interesting yeah, note that uh, I think boy, you kind of told me about it. Uh, so I feel like I'm gonna take it away from you, but. So cool. You're not uh, talking, so I'm going to... You're right. Let's move on with the episode, Steve. I think you've talked long enough. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. Hang on. Uh, Give give me a second. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Not again. (sighs) Where do you have the money for that? I always have the money for that, baby. Did you get a PPP loan for? Uh, did you get one of these, those Care Act loans? Y- yes. Yeah. And Is that what you're yeah, using it for? Yeah. And I've been spending it appropriately uh, it on sound like some it. party supplies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What Pass are we watching? It over here. Wa- I'll take some of that. You, you want some? Yeah, I'll take you want some? some? Yeah, all right. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Do another. Uh, just one more. One more. Both not. Uh, all, <laughs> right. all right, let's get high too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Has the episode started yet? Even? Uh, no, it's not started. Okay, cool. Good. Oh, it's good shit. Tonight's episode is Joker's Millions, directed by. Dan Reba, written by Paul Dini, and this episode was released on February 21st, 1998. That's important. That's important that we know that date, February 21st, 1998, because it'll play into the events of World's Finest, which came out on October 1997. World's Finest came out October 4th, 1997. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be drawing some, like, lines and getting some yarn around and, like, oh, it's yeah. going to be all crazy. We're talking Errol Morris levels <laughs> of dedication, Steve. There's some dates. Sure. we got some dates here. Oh, and I'm yeah. going to chart out some, some shit for you, man. Lots of threads. Lots of red thread. So, um, this episode... Came out on February twenty first, nineteen. Oh, I already said that part. <laughs> like fucking, like four times by now. Paul Dini wrote this episode. Yeah, and you said you know that what? too. I just want to talk about Paul Dini for a second. Paul Dini. Does it seem like to you he just gives himself all the good shit? <laughs> what do you mean? He's hogging all the good episodes. I don't. You know, I think it's more that it's that he's came up with the idea or whatever. He's making the good episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You're telling me that Hillary J. Bader was like, please, can I do an episode about Catwoman and Nightwing and Batman and a double cross? I need something like that. No, Hillary would have loved to have done a they Joker gave that, that So she was, like, thrown at a bone of, like, oh, you know women, so here's the Catwoman episode sort of thing. Of course. 
or or Bobby Goodman, and Robert Paul Goodman, who, like, who was a naval commander, and he retired being in the Navy to come to Batman, and like <laughs> Paul Dini's like, you're gonna handle this fucking horrible Scarface episode, okay? Uh-huh. And he's like, I would actually, I I was in the Navy and I commanded people. Can I maybe do the Joker? I feel, no. I feel like at least with Denny and the Joker, he's kind of. I guess has like monopolized um, a lot of the Joker stories, and maybe it's just more like he just that's so he has this t- that touch. I guess like he's put his touch on the Joker, but it's uh, it's probably you know written by committee a lot of these things. It's not just written by one right. person. Usually, I think it was uh, in Simpsons. Uh, the person who got the writing credit was kind of usually the person that was like most responsible for the story uh-huh. but the whole group put the episode together yeah they come like up you with would the, always the showrunners too that come up with the right like if you watch Simpsons you go back to seasons three and four or at least season three for sure and like you can pick out Conan uh-huh. like you're like oh there's but he may not be a, the the writer of that episode to say that but you definitely joke. see moments you're like that's a, such a Conan thing right there uh-huh. <sighs> oh fuck <laughs> I, spilled, I spilled some shit on my shirt <sighs> All right. Well, Wikipedia says crime boss Edward King Barlow dies and in his will leaves his archival arch rival. <laughs> You've done too much blow, my friend. Arch rival. The, and in his will leaves his arch rival. The Joker. A large fortune of two hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. The Joker immediately goes on a shopping spree, mm-hmm. even searching for a replacement for Harley such Quinn. Such a dick. I know what he's, an asshole. He's like <laughs> that's such a dick move. <laughs> it was such a dick move. But he is a dick. I mean, this series without is, remorse. One thing that they've never wavered from is how much of an, of an abusive fuck. Joker is the Harley. Oh, yeah, for sure. You could only do that in the 90s. You cannot do that today. Not in that way. Um, picking it up. Even searching for a replacement for Harley Quinn. But realizes too late that almost all of the money is fake. As a joke of Barlow's. Why are you repeating? I'm confused. I didn't. I didn't. That's just I'm reading. Oh, you're still going? Uh. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wasn't done. <laughs> you're so high, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wikipedia's got a note here. Hang on a second. Let's do one thing from this note. (laughs) (laughs) Note says, based on the comic book story of the same name, Joker's Millions. Yeah. Is it a similar story or just based on? Based on. Uh, From like 1950-something or something or other. That's an old one. Super old one. It's great. This was a fun episode. This is the one where I saw DVDs in the background because we were talking about it on a prior episode, I think, um, about the DVDs that there's DVD. They, there's like an ad for DVDs in the background. Oh, this is the episode. And there's like a tech. It starts off with like an interesting little like opening title sequence, and then they're like at I think, um, like it's kind of CES or some shit. They're at some sort of tech expo. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like a consumer mid, expo, yeah. It's like in a mid, like, action sort of thing, like, where they're in the middle of uh, shit going down. But uh, this one I thought was actually kind of a fun opening little title instead of it just being text. So this is actually like a computer. 
It's a throwback to the uh, uh, the hand painted opening title cards, but this one's a diegetic animated yeah. opening title card. I, I liked it, and then it's 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 organic, you know. It's organic, but it also reminds you of how much you're missing those. So, what time period is this taking place in? Well, clearly, the nineties. PC, DVD, CD, TVs, HD TV. Did you actually say HD TV? I didn't see. It did. It was uh, when it was passing through the other ones. It said like um, DVD, PC, and then the next thing over was said HD TV. Mm. Well, so I think oh, that they call it a software expo. That's what it was called. You know, those. Uh, that's what's so neat about those types of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is based on the comic book uh, Detective Comics number one eighty from February nineteen fifty two. Um, Robin was in that. Notably, Robin is not in this episode. Um, but uh, this episode is actually slightly referenced in the air cut of Suicide Squad. Uh, David Ayers even uh, confirmed this. So something we talked about in the Wikipedia says the fake Harleys, as uh, Joker refers to them, uh-huh. uh, that is used in Suicide Squad and Ayers cut. There's a wink to that. And this is something that was created for this episode because Harley did not exist in 1952 for Detectives Comics 180. So um, that air reference is specifically a nod to Joker's Millions. So the reference is that uh, when Joker lost Harley in Suicide Squad, you see Joker laying down in that circle of knives and guns and he's laughing. Uh Well, uh, what what the camera doesn't show you, but if it continued to pan out, it would have shown you, is that there is a fake Harley laying on the couch and then other shots that there uh, were shown apparently um, promotional material showed women dressed up like Harley in the background and so a fan called that out to David Ayer and said hey was this essentially a reference to fake Harley and he said yeah or something to that effect he he gave a positive response to that thing yeah that's what it was before it was changed so um, knowing what we know from Ayer cut of Suicide Squad that's you know there's a lot of comic book uh, references like that and winks and nods to that that were removed. Um, that were kind of cool to see. But, uh, I mean, it's just a little tiny wink in that movie. So I like how uh, the Joker is all, like, uh, destitute. And you Super were saying destitute. that this was, like, a continuation from uh, World's Finest, that this is, like, the right. result of that. Uh... Well, kind of. The It's not really the result of that, but there is some play there. So... Like we said earlier, World's Finest came out um, on October 4th, 1997, and that was not a Batman episode. That is a Superman episode. That is actually episodes 217, 218, and 219 of Superman the Animated Series, season 2 of uh, that series. So um, when that episode begins, or those episodes begin, or that TV movie begins, however you saw it, it uh, has Joker already destitute, desperate for money. And Gordon discusses that with Batman in the beginning. Mm. Gordon specifically says, word on the street says he is desperate for cash these days. Is that why he's going to Metropolis? Or? Well, it's why he stole the Laughing Dragon to go use that to kill Superman. Because then he goes to Lex and says, hey, give me one billion and I'll kill Superman. And then Lex is like, you can't kill Superman. And then Joker's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. I got the kryptonite and shit. And then Lex is like, all right, you're on. Do it. If you kill him, I'll give you a billion. So that plan doesn't obviously happen. Superman survives and continues on for two more seasons of Superman the Animated Series before going on Justice League. 
So uh, Joker is continued to be poor going into this episode. Ugh. And he is poor still because of that. Interesting. So this, yeah, this further lends credence to the theory that Joker was loaded as fuck, Steve, something we talked about earlier on during the events of Batman the Animated Series and the adventures of Batman and Robin. Because how did Joker get so fucking poor mm -hmm. because before we saw him have all this money all this access all this industry he was a titan of industry he was fucking getting like drones and giant robots and fucking toys that could do anything he was running fucking like broadcast television channels for a while after he killed jason todd you're right and then he killed jason todd i guess <laughs> that's what we're assuming and everybody his and world went to shit maybe he lost all his money so did did Batman finally like figure out like if I can't stop Joker physically, I'm just gonna like freeze his accounts? <laughs> you fought him another way, I guess. What I think is interesting yeah. is this whole thing with Penguin being like uh, legit. They like haven't really gone into that. I don't think did they. They just like have presented him as being this nightclub owner. And oh, the iceberg lounge. Yeah. yeah, it's introduced. That's finally introduced, and we have a revamped penguin too. Steve, yeah, actually. yeah. He, he's a little thinner. He's, he's not as much like the from Batman Returns. He's less Danny DeVito and more Burgess Meredith. But um, it's like unexplained. I was kind of thinking that they're going to explain it a little bit more. Maybe they will later. But he's just like act acting like this is his legit nightclub, and it's like I don't want Batman in here. This is a nice establishment. Blah blah blah. Yeah, two years. Two years went down, and Penguin went straight and has the Iceberg Lounge. But, um, yeah, so Joker earlier, when we were talking about him being destitute, he, we saw his hyenas, or Harley's hyenas. He's keeping them as Harley got busted by Batman and Batgirl. He abandoned her. Yeah, so he left her. He fucking left her behind. So she gets arrested. The hyenas are now under Joker's care, and they are, once again, referred to as Bud and Lou. Um, but we also know that Joker is going by the name of Mr. Kerr again. I always love that because even his landlords like Mr. Kerr to him and all that shit. So it's Joe Kerr. Um, that is funny. He inherits $250 million from Edward King Barlow, as we, we discussed, right? But when he does get his two fifty, his two fifty mil, he immediately gets his very own Jackie Childs. Right, his own Johnny Cochran. I know that's so funny. And and, and, and he, to represent him, and then immediately he goes, "If a man's filled with glee, then the man must go free." I, are they like Seinfeld? Uh, you mentioned before that they uh, reference. It the feels book. like it. it. That's like kind of feel like two different Seinfeld references. I feel like there's been multiple Seinfeld references in the series, and it's odd because it it feels like they're playing off the fact that kids must have seen Jackie Childs, if not honestly Johnny Cochran. I knew Johnny Cochran. I also knew Jackie Childs at the same time, so it just played to my understanding of it. But, I mean, Johnny Cochran's whole, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Or even South Park's Johnny Cochran, if Chewbacca lives on Endor, you must have quit. Yeah, but, like, yeah. all that, you know? It's And then I... But, like, Jackie Childs is the one I think that resonates the most with me. The I'm shocked and chagrined. Like, I just love Jackie Childs. And so watching that, it's just it's just great that Joker goes with, you know, the most boisterous and Hollywood-esque and, like, media attention-y and, like, the epitome of what Johnny Cochran was, right? He was this great lawyer that just knew how to hone the media. He was able to acquit a criminal so that... <laughs> by holding the media, the um, he hijacked the entire conversation. What I think is interesting. I mean, the, uh, the series, um, uh, American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson, 
that is a great season, and they really get into Johnny Cochran and how he was able to hijack the entire trial. Mm. Uh, one of the things that was kind of interesting is seeing Batman just get so pissed off at uh, seeing Joker get his yeah. millions and stuff. Like, oh, he's when he's like vi- watching the news visibly, or whatever, he's visibly like breaking some sort of disc that he's trying to fix at one point, and he's just like all like, uh, and what he's golfing, you know, and then Joker runs through the golf range, and Batman's all glaring at him and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, during a montage yeah, sequence, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty silly. That that had like a little Looney Tunes sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. By the way, so speaking of uh, Batman, like you know, seeing the news or whatever, right, and Joker winning the two fifty from the dead guy um that's jack Ryder reporting for gotham insider oh. so that's another jack Ryder reference to our creeper guy later on at the end of the wow. season so here we have the fake harley audition uh-uh. and i love the fake harley audition i love that joker goes through he goes too fat too small too old <laughs> and then he sees the guy right and he just kind of like moves on it's too dinny that's the reality it's too dinny it's paul dinny uh-huh. and then he gets to too hot and he falls in love with too hot right away. She's too hot, and and she gets it wrong, Mister G. Mm-hmm. She thinks <laughs> that she was like, I thought this was equity or something. She thinks it's like a theater gig or something. Yeah, it's amazing. That's funny. And she's like, and she's like spitballing, but she's bad at improv. <laughs> so like, Joker wants to shoot her at one point or something. <laughs> yeah. So the twist here, Steve, is uh-huh. that only. 10 million mm-hmm. of that 250 million is real cash and the rest yeah. is counterfeit. I know it's pretty it's he's he's kind of a moron. <laughs> you know, you would think but that's a lot of money, 10 million dollars that he just burned through. He was just running through yeah. the street throwing it, you know, into into the street but like he seems like an idiot, I guess, right? Well, it's weird because we've seen Joker with obviously lots of money before, and he just knew to put it towards, like, his crimes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he just tore through it, you know, fun and fancy free. I guess he he's, he was so used to having money and then lost it. And then, and so, he, but like, still, he goes, he goes innocent with it. He doesn't even go n- evil with it. He's not like he's a good guy all of a sudden. There's no reason he turned good. And then he gets the tape, of course, from, uh, you know, King... Edward King Barlow uh-huh. and Joker shoots the TV. So that shooting of the TV is actually a reused explosion from episode 218 of the world's finest, the second part of the three-parter. And that's a reused explosion from the Wayne Lex T7 robot that Superman actually causes by using another T7 robot shooting it. So that explosion, if you, freeze frame it you can actually see in the top left corner the robot's head it's funny they're so quick i mean we've you know they um and and i don't think they're expecting like the freeze frame generation to come you know so it's like you don't even see it but yeah if you freeze frame it just like disney disney didn't expect the uh the dvd generation the ability to play back uh movies generation to happen because they Reused animations in several movies. Um, but it's funny that they took from World's Finest, which is – this is like part four of that three-parter. Uh-huh. This is part four. So it's funny that they took an explosion from part two. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little odd. Uh, but whatever. Hmm. Oh, and then 
Harley is caught trying to escape Arkham, and they show her in the washing machine stuck in there. Yeah. And I did not find that funny. I was like, that's dangerous as fuck. Like, there are kids who potentially died or have died by doing that. And, like, for sure. You could see a kid doing Think that, like, funny. being like, oh, Harley made it funny. Like, I'm going to get in there. It's like, no, you'll drown. You're going to drown to death. I, uh, I saw I this not. video of this mom who accidentally stuck her kid in a dryer or the washing machine, I forget which, and it got turned on, and they were able to stop it before it got going too fast or too much, and they saved the kid, but it was like one of those moments where you saw the panic and the door being locked and the kid on the other side inside of the thing while it's starting and how much that must freak the fuck out of everyone involved. Like, like you're going to drown in there or you're going to burn to death in there. Now, granted, like it must have been a washing machine because it locks because dryers don't really lock, so it must have been a washing machine. That's crazy. Yeah, you could probably find it on YouTube somewhere. Um, I know you don't want to see it, but anyone listening, can, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. No, don't, you sick fucks. Well, it's not a fucking joke, and it's not funny, and I thought it was kind of actually insensitive to I put agree. that in there. Cause that was a little weird. I didn't like that. I actually don't like that. <laughs> that might be my, my actually my only fault for this episode. When we it's get very alluded to, I guess. It is, but, it, you know, everything else is kind of, like, grounded in this. Why, why would that be like this weird joke they throw in there. Well, they've been doing like these montages where uh, they're. I I I agree. It does. It it's not something that it, it should be in a kid show. I guess. Yeah, it really shouldn't. Um, we have uh, Bruce showing up to the Iceberg Lounge to go talk to Joker, and Bruce once again, just like um, in Joker's laugh, Bruce figures it out. Bruce figures out who the fake Jokers are. And he, this is a fake Joker, and he mentions that Joker threw him off, you know, uh, like the building, and then the Joker's like, oh, yeah, it was so long ago. And he's like, no, that was last month. And he's referring to the events of World's Finest. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's actually referring to part one of World's Finest. Uh, and But the thing is, he wasn't thrown off a building. Oh, what was it? Essentially what happened was this. Joker told his hired goons to force him off the building with a barrage of gunfire. And so they shot at Bruce, and then Bruce eventually fell off the building because of the gunfire. Joker didn't throw him off. So it was all like this clever plan that Bruce was like, throw off the building, should have been last month. It's like all these little clues. It's like, okay, so Joker would have been able to spin like, I didn't throw you off the building. I had my goon shoot you off a building. Hmm. You know, like it was all these little tricks there. It's nice, and it's. But he's also like sweating a lot, like visibly nervous. Oh, he sweats in the bathroom, right? Yeah. And he like wipes off the makeup and whatnot. But it's like all these ties, and it's like four months separated. You know what I mean? Like from when it released, it's like this. This one should have been what was released the next week because Superman uh, season two and the new uh, the new Batman Adventures they weren't airing like the same days. They they alternated different days mm -hmm. so one day it would be maybe superman uh -huh. and then the next day might be batman and then the next day might be superman and the next day might be superman and the next day might be batman batman it was it was weird like that like they, they alternated so um this would have been a perfect episode to come right after world's finest part three not four months down the road yeah maybe they're just really hoping that our audience you know remembers these things I guess they do today that's for sure for the end I, I kind of like the end of the episode where Harley's the last one there to give him get some revenge because she definitely yes. needs to get some yeah so once Joker's finally busted and whatnot, and, and although, by the way we need to really get into this in a second but like Joker's busted in the end but he's not ever afraid of the cops or Batman 
right? He's afraid of the IRS, but in the end, he does get busted. He gets caught, <laughs> and it's Harley dressed up as a cop in the back of the paddy wagon, and it's very similar, not as sexy, but very similar to her police outfit she wore back in uh, – Oh, yeah, for sure. Her first episode. Joker's favor. Mm-hmm. Joker's favor, yeah. But Harley is so hot in a police uniform, and it doesn't matter which kind she's in, sexy or not sexy. You made a mention of the IRS – and uh, that that is something that uh, I thought was funny that we didn't talk about in this this uh, little bit was his like complete fear of the IRS. And at first he acts like he doesn't know who they are, and he's like the IRS, the IRS. Uh, you know, I thought I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's a good joke. He says, "I'm crazy enough to take on Batman, but the IRS, no, thank you," <laughs> because he can't plead insanity for financial crimes. That's a good point. So. He literally would have to go to Arkham for anything he did except for not paying taxes. So he'd have to go to federal prison, Stonegate Penitentiary. And he doesn't know Stonegate Penitentiary probably like he knows Arkham. He doesn't have the ins and outs or all the friends at Stonegate that he has at Arkham. And it's like – it almost seems like it's lessons learned from Capone. Like it's like the only thing that any like true criminal uh, mastermind – You can't escape. You like, can escape the cops yeah. but not the IRS. Like Capone taught everyone like you fucking pay the IRS, okay? Like doesn't matter what you do. Just get your books in order. Like that's all you got to do. So Steve, what are your boys? I give this one – Four out of five. Wow, okay. I gave it 4.5 out of five, boys. Um, I just really didn't like that one little thing. The the uh, washing machine joke? That's it. That was it. It was the only thing. I was just like, ah, it's inappropriate. I think it might be the only Joker episode or very few Joker episodes I ever give less than five out of five, boys. It was fun, though, to get... Penguin in this episode and Poison Ivy again, even if it was for only a second. And I did like that fake Harley quite a bit. I thought she was fucking awesome. Good voice. Yeah, Mr. G. Yeah, it was great. And uh, yeah, um, I, I just it's just really that inappropriate joke. <laughs> I can't stand. I, and this, but it's such a great tie-in to World's Finest, just to kind of follow Joker's storyline from that because. Joker dies in World's Finest, crashing in that giant – I think they call it Lex Wing, but he turns into that giant flying smile. And that thing just fucking explodes, and, like, Harley looks up at it, and she's like, put in! And even Batman's fucked up in World's Finest. He goes, yeah, he probably is. Like, it's so fucked up because he explodes, but, like, you assume Joker died. Wow, well, he never he dies. Didn't. He did. He just moved into a tiny little apartment in Gotham and is really the, fucking poor still. Well, after that, you kind of convinced me. I'm going to give it five out of five. Wait, I convinced you because the world's finest moment. <laughs> <laughs> just your whole little diatribe. About what? About world's finest being good? I don't know. You just convinced me. I convinced you to give it a five. All right, there we go. Cool. All right, man. <laughs> All right, well, great. Stuff. Steve wants to get the fuck out of here. He's so sick of coming in this fucking office, uh, and I make you come in all the time. And you know, I make every, uh, no Zoom meetings here. Uh, we don't do Zoom meetings. I did one one of those. I can't stand right, it. All right, I gotta go. See you later. All right. Well, Steve, great bat stuff. Great bat cool stuff. boy bat nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Joker's Millions, uh-huh. or 
what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond coolboys at gmail.com uh-huh. new episodes come out every tuesday uh-huh. also please check out our other great cool boy central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud uh-huh. google play and patreon uh-huh. be sure to like and subscribe uh-huh. to the cool boys also review us uh-huh. on itunes you can donate to us on patreon uh-huh. Uh-huh. it only costs a buck and you will receive special uh-huh. access to uh-huh. content too hot to air you can find the cool boys on patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast thank you for listening stay cool cool boy bad joker million nation until next time it's Bizies from what did I call myself Batman Joker Millions your boy Ballard Bizies from Nightwing Steve so cool Batman and beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman and beyond.